Hello and welcome once again to another episode and another week in which myself and my cohort get to grace your presence. Of course, it is the Jay and Rob Toy Show. Let me bring the pebbles to my Bam Bam on so we can get this roadshow started. Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Lisa, number one? <laughs> nope, she's way behind now. She's slacking. You got to get here early now if you want to be first. I think she'll be fine. <laughs> nope. Nope. New, new. First goes to Nelson this week, being in the chat, waiting for things to start. And then we got upstate Johnny, Scott, Cracktastic Plastic, Severus Snape. Uh, then Lisa came in way down the line. And we got Mike saying hi, and Country Boy 9, John as well. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, fun episode, I think we got worked out between myself and my partner, Mr. Jay Bartlett. We are going to be talking about figuring out and uh, discussing some of our favorite action figures. I've compiled some lists where we get to pick and choose and eliminate and discern why they might be the favorite. Lots to get to before that, including our icebreaker this week, ladies and gentlemen. This, of course, is brought to you by Mockmasters, Retro Rags, Heroes Cards and Comics in London, Ontario, and the mother of all online toy retailers. Big Bad Toy Store. We've also launched our auction this week, and we'll pay some attention to that soon, Jay. But that was the motivation for this week's icebreaker, my friend. And I wanted to know, Jay, if there was a particular pop culture auction that you participated in that just got away. Something you couldn't quite close the deal on. Mm, I don't think so. You've won every auction you've gone after on eBay or otherwise. Uh, I don't. I don't think anything that really stands out where I was super bummed. Uh, I've been outbid on. I'm, I'm sure some toys here and there, but uh, as far as like memorabilia and stuff like that, no. I mean, back in the day, I mean, I and our buddy Jason, we bought some stupid stuff online that was Hollywood memorabilia. But uh, what's some was, of that think, stuff that that you you did not get outbid on? What are some of the cool? Uh... Hollywood merchandise that you find yourself in possession of. That would be a Brad Pitt autograph from the movie seven where I didn't meet Brad Pitt or I don't even know if it's his real signature, but hey, you got it and it's a picture of him from the movie seven. I don't know where that is. I think it's in the garbage. Um, I bought, I bought the, uh, the stairway spindle from Texas Chainsaw Massacre house that got torn down in Texas. That's uh, real. I have the authenticity and, uh, Jason has one of those as well. The authenticity um, certificate that I could have done in Photoshop and mailed it. They all do. They, yeah, they, yeah. they all just, everything's fake. Everyone's out to get everybody. Don't trust anyone. I, I could care less. Um, <laughs> I can't remember an auction piece that, uh, I ever got outbid on that's of consequence. What about yourself? Several, several pieces that I, that I lost on again, more on the movie side than anything else. The toy stuff. I'm pretty good about drawing a line in the sand with what I want to bid, even like the real line. Cause there's the bid that you put in and then there's the bids that you got to make in the final two minutes where you're like, yeah, I'm really in the game. I'm, I'm feeling the burn. I'm emotionally invested. So you just throw another 20 bucks in. And then it's like, okay, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You almost can't look. You shut your eyes and then you kind of peek. You wait to see if you get the congratulations you won email. Uh, 
But the movie side, I had a chance to bid on a Skeksis head that was used, the prototype for a Skeksis head from the Dark Crystal. And uh, I just couldn't afford it. That and Skeletor's costume from Masters of the Universe, the live action film, was another piece that I lost out on. Both of those would have been really cool. The Skeletor piece went for like $6,000, which doesn't seem like a lot of money for an actual screen used costume, like the black robe and everything. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I just didn't have anything near that. I had no way of securing that. No way I could put that on a credit card. So what can you do, right? What can you do? I I mean, I wouldn't say that something like, I mean, I don't know, man. I think, I don't know. I don't want to say we've outgrown that kind of thing. Um, I think if we were, you know, maybe at a (laughs) store or saw something like that, I just mean like the, the props and stuff like that. Like I, if I saw one or had an opportunity, I mean, I bought a Han Solo blaster a couple of years ago, but that was in front of me. I had the opportunity to do that. I'm just, I don't really chase Hollywood memorabilia. Um, this is the guy who showed a Yoda lightsaber last week. Yeah, I don't really chase Hollywood memorabilia. That's not Hollywood memorabilia. That's just a prop replica. Okay. But, uh, Would you rather have replicas? Screen, if it was screen used by the CG Yoda himself, then well, that's a different story. That's oh, different well story. then. Well then. Uh, I actually had a second icebreaker thrown my way from some of our guests, and they want to know. What's it going to take, Jay and Rob, to get you guys to buy more horror figures for your collections? Superheroes, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and He-Man dollies are great and all. Oh, but how yeah. come you guys don't have more horror figures? And what's <laughs> it going to take for you to add some new horror icons to the shelf? I, I had a lot. I used to have the first two or three waves of McFarlane's. I know that was a long time, 22 years ago. I used to have all that stuff. I'm a big horror movie fan. I still am. Um, I just have, I have, a okay. I have this thing with movie characters that aren't tied to like, you know, sci-fi or fantasy. For instance, in my possession, in my hands this week, I had the opportunity to get the McFarlane Princess Bride set of figures. You know, they're mm. six inch scale. And I, I, I looked at Andre the Giant specifically, and I was just like, I want it, but I, what am I going to do with it? Do you know what I mean? It was like I had a really hard time pulling the trigger on the Back to the Future ones I eventually did. Um, so for the horror ones, I mean, I have Herbert West, who's my favorite horror icon. I have the NECA one. That's the best version of Herbert West I've seen. If there's one that comes out that's better likeness, uh, Jeffrey Combs, that kind of thing, I'll pull the trigger, of course. Um, I have a few Jason, uh, Jason two, Jason six from NECA. I have those as well. I have a few. So basically you're just looking for a more definitive version of a couple of the characters that you're fond of. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a horror fanatic. Like I don't deck, you know, my whole house isn't decorated with horror stuff. Uh, um, I used to, have, you know, you remember back in the day, I had Texas Chainsaw poster, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, all that kind of stuff. But uh, those got ruined, you know, and from moving from house to house. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that I don't like horror movies. I love horror movies. How about you? I, you don't have much. I think you have some Nightmare Before Christmas. Does that count? I don't know if that. Not counts. really. That's more fantasy. It's 
more yeah. family friendly fantasy as far as like characters from r-rated horror genre or thriller films i don't think i have anything i think i might have one or two movie maniacs left over from when we shot action figure adventure season one because the trade-in value on them was like nothing compared to what i paid i have some toonie terrors i have the shining twins from the from the toonie terror line and a freddy krueger that's pretty cool i you know i'm looking at a lot of the mezco stuff because the mezco 112 line is really nice but again the clothing's got to look really good it can't look like an oversized halloween costume otherwise it really shatters the illusion of this terrifying individual you've shot with uh herbert west my herbert west and he's barely passable um neca either does clothes really well or not so great the the jeffrey combs likeness is great there's real lenses in the glasses he's got a pocket protector you can remove that stuff's great but the clothes are just a little too baggy for me. So I, I hope McFarlane does uh, reanimator because that would be sick. And I would love to see all the characters in reanimator. I'd buy everyone. Yeah, totally. I would, uh, if I had to pick one franchise, I'd like to see more of in the horror vein. It would be, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, there's not one film that I just love from horror. I like yeah, a lot. You, a lot of different you've Maybe never the really Shining. been. You've I would never take been really like Shining. a horror guy. Yeah. Yeah. I take, I take been. everything from the shining. If I had to pick one film and yeah. I would even carry that <laughs> on to Dr. Sleep, which I thought was a fantastic film in particular because it's so different from the shining uh, for the most part. Uh, uh, that's what Kale, I like. evil dead. Um, Rob and I have very different opinions on this. Um, I believe still, I loved loved the first evil dead movie and i grew up with the second one so me and my buddy watched it all through high school almost every weekend uh and then they really lost me with army darkness i didn't like how sam uh changed it into like a a comedy uh slapsticky and and the character of ash what he became i can't stand it um and i think rob likes the the army darkness the best i think he's the opposite no, no, no. I, big, I like big surprise. <laughs> I like the original. I don't really like Evil Dead 2 that much because it doesn't go all the way campy. It just it's kinda, half recap. Half the yeah. movie's a recap of the first one, a retelling, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of the first one. And I like Army of Darkness for what it is. And I didn't mind uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the, the show. Oh, it's just God. it's just a franchise that is a little burnt out for me at this point. We've seen video games, uh, all the different figures were kind of cool when they came and went but i'm good yeah all i guess evil dead i just don't like the way ash evolved i guess that would be a fair uh fair statement um yeah but like kale says here and kale and i went to high school together he jumped in at army which was my first one too so like there's an instant affinity and then to realize there was something more serious and scary was cool on its own without degrading our first kind of experience and I got to say, I saw Army of Darkness in the theater in 1993. I remember seeing it. And uh, again, the buddy that uh, we watched Evil Dead 1 and 2 all the time, we went and saw it. We couldn't believe there was a third Evil Dead movie. And we were just so excited. So we liked it. But over the years, um, I found uh, re-watching it, it's just, it's just not my thing. It's very silly. And then Bruce Campbell, his cocky, arrogant character that, that Ash became, is just it's not for me. Hey, it's go. so you. It's so you. You're gonna you're gonna do a trademark change of heart within a year's time. We'll see. 
Uh, folks, yeah. we have our auctions live now on Facebook.com slash Action Figure Adventure. Our very first figure is up. We will get to this in even more detail later. I just want everybody that's watching now to realize that if you want to put a bid in on our first item up for grabs, that's part of season two of Action Figure Adventure, you can do so now. You have one week to get a bid in, and the opening bid for item number one is $275. US It's for a Mana Man from the Power of the Force subset of the original Star Wars Kenner figures. Jay's holding the, the specific figure in hand. I'm going to make him big so you can take a look at that. We're going to dive deeper into a man to man a little bit later to pay it a little bit uh, more credence because this is a, a very cool figure. But facebook.com slash action figure adventure. Go there, drop a bid, $10 increments. You got one week in this piece of TV treasure can be yours. It's an awesome figure. And it all goes to support the Children's Health Foundation and their child life program. Now, yeah, with all if, that, if you're, a f I was just going to say, if you're a fan of Star Wars, uh, and you're a Kenner Star Wars collector, or just a Star Wars collector in general, you know that the last 10, 15 figures are the Grails next to the Jawa and Snaggletooth. Uh, yeah. And Amanda Man is at the top five for sure. Um, and you'll get to see, you know, this year at some point uh, how I require that and uh, decisions I make and what I go through to get it. But it's safe to say that uh, getting that figure was uh, very exciting. Mike has a question, and again, we can cover this a little bit later, too. He wants to know, how does paying the shipping on the auction items work if you win? If you win, we provide a quote for you, and you've got 24 hours to, to pay, and then we ship the item to you. That simple. Everybody lives in different places, so it's hard to calculate and guess uh, where you might be. So we can figure that out if you are the big winner. Everything is shipping from Canada. As well. And I'll throw it in there, too. If, if uh, you know, whoever's watching the broadcast right now, uh, maybe Star Wars isn't your thing 100%. You know someone who is. Please pass the message along. We're trying to spread this as much as we can. Um, just try and get as many people involved as we can and spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. It's time again, Jay, for our new favorite segment oh, that God. everybody loves. And that's Kobayashi Maru. Are you ready to play another round? I've got <sighs> three scenarios for you to chime in. Everybody, of course, that's joining us in the live stream, you get to play the home edition of Kobayashi Maru. Basically, it's the no-win scenario. Yeah. And you get to pick what would you prefer not to uh, have happen. <laughs> okay, ready? let's do it. I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Mind you, I didn't have the think session this week that I usually have, so... I, uh, I yeah, blame the lack whatever. of coffee in time. We'll see where it goes. Okay. Amazon always delivers damaged packaging. Always. <laughs> 100% of the time. There's not even a chance that something might be not crammed, stuffed, bent, or folded into a box or bubble wrap. Okay. Or okay. or every time you order, the 25% chance that it's not the figure you actually ordered and they're unable to replace it with what you wanted. Oh, that is no win. Because I'm not a gambler, as you know. So I know, I know. You I'm take, gonna have to. Yeah, said, I you mean, take damage packaging or a chance that you don't get the figure that you ordered. So it's just toys off Amazon, right? Or is it everything I buy from there? What's worse for you? Because we'll go with what's worse. <laughs> We're just <laughs> I'd toys. Say just, just toys. toys. Because <laughs> if it, if you, you, my boom stand box is dented, I'm not really gonna care. Um, okay, so let's do. Uh, I'll say always damage from Amazon. I'll take that because I'll make sure it's a figure I'm going to open. Uh, now, if the figure is broken, 
that's a different story. But if it's like a Black Series or Marvel Legend, I'm going to open anyway. I'll take that. Let's go. With yeah, that. that's where I was kind of leading to. But then I thought, you know, sometimes when the packaging gets damaged, the figure does get damaged. And I would hate yeah. for that to always be the case when I got a figure. So I would take I, the I gambling feel... chance. I would I would take the 25% yeah. chance it's not the nah. figure because I can at least return it and get the money back. And there's still an ungodly, infinite, infinitesimal chance that I get something in good condition. No gambling for this guy. Not at all. Okay. Scenario number two. What's everybody else saying in the chat? Feel free to chime in. Uh, Nathan is saying... He opens everything, so he'll take everything that comes in Amazon. Not able to replace what I wanted would be worse. I'm an Oprah, so the damage packaging is not mm. so bad. Understand? Understand? Yeah. All right, scenario number two, my friend. You can only collect comic books, or you can only collect toys. You can't have any of the other whatsoever, because that's the new rule. That's easy. Toys, 100%. Really? That's an easy one. That's an easy one. When you think about the amount of space that you have Uh, um, and how how many more comic books you could have and the rare and collectability of comic books and those origins of those figures that you like. Yeah. Because you still have the cartoons. You still have the movies. Well, they might not be as good. Most of the time they are not as good. I'll do toys any day, man. Um, when that means you can't Nintendo read Quest. anything either. You can't read anything. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'll be fine. You know, I don't read much anyway, buddy. <laughs> um, when we did Nintendo Quest, you and I both sacrificed quite a bit of our personal collections. And my comic books went, and that was my Hulk 180, went with it too. So uh, RIP Wolverine. But uh, yeah, I mean that—that's what I do. I couldn't live without my my toys, my action figures. How could I live without this? It's the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Another you know, ship saved my life so many times. I butchered well, the line. <laughs> well, frankly, for branding on our toy show, I'm so glad that you uh, that you went with toys. That that just lines up a little bit. Better. I love the books, man. Especially you know, last year I started really getting back into them again. Uh, and you got buying... into them in a scary way. Ugh, yeah, buying, I'm still buying Daredevil like mad, but other than that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I would go with toys. I would go with toys. Next, <laughs> not right, so bad well, this week. Not so bad. I like it when like, you don't think about it too much. <laughs> like I said, I I didn't get the whole think tank in, in session. All right, the last one again is an auction based question. Uh, you get to always win auctions, but you always overpay. Always overpay. So it's basically like, what else is new? <laughs> or, or you never win auctions, but you eventually find the item within your lifetime. You don't know when or where. It could be the last day you live, and that's the only nah. time that you can get it. Or you overpay. Overpay. Overpay every time. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not patient one, are we? Because you're guaranteed to get it no. within your lifetime at the, Listen. the, the affordable price. It depends what it is, but I'm nope. an experienced I'm an experienced collector, and I've learned more times than not from my mistakes that if there's something you really want and you leave it behind, most times it's not you know anything worth but I'm having. Take, I'm taking is, that out of the know. scenario. I am saying you will get it a hundred percent within your lifetime and not overpay for it. I'll, I'll overpay. 
I'll overpay. I will take the weight. I am patient. There's enough out there that I like, and there's enough that I can get swayed into that I don't need to be so fixated on on something. Because as soon as I yeah. as soon as I get the thing that I overpay for, it's on to the next thing. So I've learned that lesson. That it's why easy. do you think I'm the star and all the stuff that you put me in? Well, because <laughs> I like you know to push I'm, your buttons and dance, monkey dance. You know I'm that uh, that much of a maniac. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to address something here, Kale. Yes, so close to 181, but Wolverine's first appearance was his cameo in 180. And I'm not going to have this argument, but I know where you're going with with this. Yes, okay. Kale's a mega comic book uh, guy, huge X Men fan too. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, He's probably more on the comic book side of the original of the second question than on the toy. Yeah, side. Kale. Kale loves Surfer like we do, which is great. Every time I yeah. post a Surfer pick or whatever, yeah, he's always liking it. It's awesome. I love Severus Snape chiming in here. I'm resigned to overpaying for everything already. Such such defeat. I love it. I love it. We're, we've been trained yeah, to go. just get beat over the head with whatever price tag is uh, is thrown on us. It just it is what it is. So all yeah, I mean say, we're doing, yeah, we're doing a thirty-three Canadian for anything six-inch Hasbro now. So I feel like I've been beat, you know, beaten up for about five years. <laughs> Ever yeah. since uh, Force Awakens came out in twenty fifteen, so seven years now. There well, anytime I look at a, an American figure and it's fifty bucks, and I realize, oh, that that's not that bad. Like, how did I get to the point where that became digestible? Like, why is that? I would rather take a less cool-looking, detailed toy. 15 to 20 dollars like the origin stuff it's not highly detailed by any means compared to stuff that they're selling at the 50 dollars price point i'd be able to get two or three instead of just the one you know that's i'd rather go listen look at mr origins now (laughs) no i would like to go back a year a year ago i I, it's still a a year (laughs) i'm still not sold on the concept i like the origin figures like the keldor and the chronos those guys in particular, the original figures that they launched with Prince Adam, like the mini comics, the blue vest. I like that. The other stuff, not really sold, not really sold on it. Still can't do yeah, it. I, I retired it in favor of a revelation. Um, I'm just trying to think of an origins figure. I'm sure there'll be one or two that I'll really, really want when I see them. I'm just trying. Um, oh, they already got Hordak. Um, or trooper. Else? He, I, you know what? At that exclusive four pack, I didn't like the sculpt. No, no, the, uh, the, the, but the the gray one that's coming. No, but it's the same. It's just of a it's different, different color, right? It's different. Oh, the the, the gray it's one, gray. the original one, is so good, yeah. is so perfect uh, that the origins one, I just it doesn't even hold a candle to it. I don't know. I don't know. That's another no. another talk for another time. Well, let's actually spend some more time talking about a man and man then. We've got a few few minutes to kill here. We're uh, running ahead of schedule. So, Jay, you need to talk up a man man Why does this figure matter? Why does it really matter? Why does it matter if you're not a Star Wars collector? And uh, what bid are you going to put in? And am I going to be able to outbid you? Because I think we're both bidding on this figure at some point. So you shot this figure a couple of weeks ago. You came to pick him, picked him up at my place. And uh, you brought him back. And you were just like, I want, I want that figure. And I don't think... I think you held the... Uh, the 97 Amanda man, but I don't think you've seen the, the 84, 85 and you're like, wow, he's just a really cool looking character. He's a cool looking sculpt. Uh, his weapon is really, I mean, look at this guy. He's got skulls 
just hanging off his staff here. And I will say, you know, the big difference between a uh, yak face last season and a man, man this season, honestly, the weapon does make the character and that's, you know, something that I learned, but he's just such a cool character. If you love return of the Jedi, you know, a third of the movie is Jabba's palace. And that is my favorite part in all of star Wars. actually next to the throne room, but um, he's one of those great characters like yak face, like Snaggletooth. Most of the rare star Wars characters are just background characters and us growing up on star Wars got fascinated. And these characters became famous in the books um, from 85 to 95 in a time that I call, uh, the dark times there was no star wars it was just novelizations uh yeah uh, expanded universe stories being being wrote which were all awesome tales from Jabba's palace um so amanda man is incredibly important and he's you know i would say for me most importantly is you never see the character you never see the figure ever that handful of times i've seen amanda man being at cons or comic book stores or whatnot he never has the staff this one is clean uh, it's in pristine shape, and uh, honestly, he's been in my storage room since I got him. I haven't even taken him out except today, and Rob shot him, and I did a bunch of shooting with him, and that's it. But you're you're a, you're a Star Wars collector. He's in the top five. He's awesome. The the I love the creatures, and you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, Jedi just has a bunch of Muppets," but the creature design in Jedi is like on par with you know the cantina scene in a new hope there's just so many interesting characters in there but because like you said a third of jedi is everything to do with jabba it is one of the awesome scene builder opportunities you can have where you can get jabba you can get bib fortuna you can get yak face and a man of man uh, you know lando and, and skiff guard outfit all that and make your own little scene there if you're not into building the dioramas and stuff, aside from the collectability, like you said, of the top five Star Wars figures of all time, cross that off your list. Wow. He's a cool figure that just goes with so many lines and he looks so awesome and prominent on the shelf. Let's, you know, let's cross promote here. Let's double promote. Where else was a man to man seen, Rob, in Return of the Jedi besides Jabba's Palace? He was seen on the Sail Barge. Jabba's Sail Barge. So that is another item that are, uh, is coming up in the weeks to come. But you have an iconic piece like that. You want an iconic figure, right? So your yak face, your man, a man, they have to be on the barge. Simple as that. Yeah, it's, it's a staple. And again, I am not a Star Wars collector. I probably have, other than some Power of the Force 2 stuff from the mid-90s. Well, you know what? Even including them, I have nine of those there. I probably have six other Star Wars figures total you know yeah and uh, yeah, the pull um, to this figure is so amazing mm -hmm. i don't want to say it's like you got to see it in person because once you start looking into these figures that have these rare history it wasn't even sold on a canadian card it was in you know uh a couple different three packs the second iteration of one three pack of a series exclusive it's just a hard figure to find and sometimes the fact that it's a rare figure you know, coming out in a later wave is a cool enough story to put it on the shelf, in my opinion. And he's weird because Kenner at the time thought, um, you know, there's so many characters in Star Wars. You know, George had us make, uh, you know, Hammerhead, Walrus Man, Greedo, 
So we're going to we'll pull all these characters out. They thought they were going to keep going. Uh, so Amanda Man was one of those last rare characters. I, I don't know. I just... Uh, <laughs> I personally don't have Amanda Man in my Kenner Star Wars collection, and it's going to be pretty tough for me to let go of this one. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Well, it'll save on shipping for you. It'll save on shipping for me and anybody else in the southwestern Ontario area if they want to make yeah. the trip. They, they can do a porch pick up a curbside, if you will. Uh, Jay, what are you going to be bidding on this? Because I know you're bidding on it. I am going to bid on it. We've told you guys this already. All the items are up for grabs. It's not a joke. They are up for reasonable prices. Everything goes to benefit Children's Health Foundation. I want this figure in my collection. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I can afford. And also pick and choose what else we've got coming up. Because every week is something that I kind of want in the collection. I can't do it all, though. Uh, that's fair um and what a way to start the auction off in my opinion with a bang it was my choice to put star wars at the the forefront um as it should be and i, I think this is a great opportunity and of course you know this is featured in action figure adventure and you get to see when the season comes out later this year you get to see how rob and i acquired the figure what you know the things we went through to get it and all the crazy adventures during these extraordinary times yeah I think I'm I'm gonna be in for three hundred bucks at least. So two seventy five yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I I think I can can commit to that. I'm going back and forth between that and the sealed Wind Raider, that minty sound wave as well. I I don't have I can't buy everything, and I can probably only afford to get one thing in the auction. So I could just keep trying week after week, but uh, you know, see if I can make the cut. But I'm not too sure. Star Wars is is you know, it hasn't really gone anywhere, but it's back in a big way, especially with uh, Boba Fett and Mandalorian coming out later this year. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, I wonder if we'll see a man. Man, I don't know. Did he die? Uh, someone mentioned the Tales from Jabba's Palace. Well, I mean, um, if Max Rebo didn't die, he could live. Rebo didn't die. Rebo, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to say anything about that show. Yeah, man. Uh, it's uh, it's one I'm thinking about, but you know I have my eye on uh, the Sectar piece, so that's going to be expensive. We'll have to see. Well, you might have to deliver it to my house, Danza. No, I'll ship it. <laughs> ship it five minutes away. You would. <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, the main topic this week, guys. Thanks for uh, entertaining us with your thoughts on all that. And everybody's chiming in chat. I'm going to bid on the barge. Eternia will be mine. Uh, people are talking about some of the other four, PowerCon four packs for Masters and whatnot. Hey, everything you can do to help this auction, guys, share it, tell people. It all goes to help the kids. My son is part of that program. So you're helping me personally as well. It's a big deal. Let's get to the main topic, and that's, you know, finding out some of our favorite figures. Kind of a, a cool figure elimination countdown, if you will. What, I just want to kind of start broadly, Jay. When you're looking at your figures uh, from any line, what are some of the features that you kind of really look for to help discern the stuff that you like? Uh, aesthetics, the cool factor. Um, because we don't really play with them anymore, they kind of sit on our shelf we pose them how we want how they look in their best pose i think is very important uh in a static position do they look cool is it something that catches your eyes it's something that you just want to grab off the shelf and 
you know, kind of separate it from the rest of the herd and be like, yeah, this guy's a badass. Yeah, I think likeness and posability would be the the two for me. I want to be able to recognize what that figure's from from across the room. And I want to see that character in some sort of uh, dynamic pose that they would be known for. So if it's He-Man, I want to see him have that sword raised properly across the room or be in some sort of battle scene. With that, I've got a bunch of categories. Most of them are within specific lines. Okay, so the first one, we have to pick the coolest figure. All right, so we're first okay. one we're talking is Transformers. All right. So right, we have to choose yeah. between Prime, Megatron, Hot Rod, or Soundwave. You can only have one. Uh, are we talking G1 figures? Yes, G1. Prime, Megatron, Soundwave, or Hot Rod? Yeah. Oh, man. What a tough question. Where do you start with this? Megatron. You definitely want Soundwave, and you have your chance in the auction coming up in a few weeks. To get that sound wave, that minty un unstickered applied sound wave, what? What do you say? I mean, you know what I'm gonna say. I mean, I think it, like this is important, and I think out of the four, out of the four of those, I think Hot Rod has the best likeness to the cartoon, um, and he's yeah, my favorite. But- so. I'm but gonna go Prime is God. but Prime is Prime, the iconic hero. If you could only have one transformer, Prime. Rob, that's a very intelligent thing. Prime is Prime, and thank you for pointing that out to everybody. Prime is Prime. Prime is and Hot Prime. Rod is Hot Rod. It's Soundwave is Soundwave. <laughs> yes, they are. But when I say Prime is Prime, it's not saying he is that. It means that Prime is so much bigger than the entire line. Sure. You know, if you if you could only have one transformer. It should be Optimus Prime, clearly. Mm, for you, that's what you'd pick? No, I didn't say that. I'm playing Scooter. Devil's Advocate with your heart. You pick Scooter. I pick Leader One. <laughs> Change of the game. I, I pick Ultra Magnus. Uh, Hot Rod for everything he stands for. I think Prime is like Optimus Prime is just he's, he's always kind of there. You just know, uh, you know he's the, the you know. The the ultimately he's the ultimate leader in any action figure line. I mean, we had a poll three years ago about that. Yeah. And he won almost everything we ever did with Optimus Prime. He won everything. Um, just I'm when gonna I say thought, Hot Rod. Okay, yeah. just when I thought nobody was going to pick Megatron because of that awful figure design, it just looks so awkward. Our good oh, friend Greg Lawrence. Look, it's the man with the dark saber playing with the dark saber today. I saw your pictures. Give me that, Craig. Give it to there me. There you go. Craig Lawrence of Dark Matter Toys and Collectibles in St. Thomas, who figures prominently in Action Figure Adventure Season 2. We can't give away any spoilers. He is chosen incorrectly with Megatron. It's not his fault, folks. He just he just loves the bad guys. It's not his fault. I would probably go with uh, I want to say Hot Rod, but I think if I only had to pick one G1 in particular, I'd pick Soundwave. I think Hot Rod has probably been released more times than any other character at this point. But if I had to pick a G1 figure in particular, you know Soundwave. And you know what? I was thinking of that because everywhere you go, you still see that reissue from 2019. Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunate because it really does make it less appealing. Um, it does because you can just go and get him anywhere. There's something about when you can't find something anymore. And I can't remember if they reissued Like a Man of Man. 
you just can't find a man, a man, especially with that staff. But can't this week, this week, you could add it to your collection. What are so, like, you smacking? Smacking it's around. the table of consequence. It's the table of consequence. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Lawrence is going to try and chime in with why Megatron is great. While he writes out his monologue, we're going to move on to the next category, and that's G.I. Joe, a real American hero, Jay. You can oh. only have one. Okay? Destro. You're going to have to say you're going to have to say versions for me. Come on, you know that I know I don't just want to hear a plain guy. Yeah, no. Give me versions. You, you'll get it. Destro, okay. Cobra Commander version 2, the hood. Storm Shadow version 2. Snake okay. Eyes version 4. No, Snake Eyes version 1. <laughs> the, the blue and the orange one. Uh version 2 Storm Shadow. It's my favorite Joe of all time. Yeah. And what if I said version one Storm Shadow, just out of curiosity? <laughs> so that would come, that would be between Hooded Cobra Commander and Storm Shadow. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Shu Kazugi, who's a Japanese uh, actor who just did a slew of ninja movies in the 80s, uh, Revenge of the Ninja, Enter the Ninja, Ninja 3, The Domination. Anyway, my love for Storm Shadow comes from that. And uh, he's... The 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 white suit version one of Storm Shadow is the personification of that character. So that would be tough. And then again, you flip it over Cobra Commander, Chris Lotta. All I hear is Chris Lotta, and it's you know my one of my favorite voices. I'm gonna go with the Larry Hama comic and say Storm Shadow. Yeah. yeah Storm Shadow. Yeah. For me, it's it's between Cobra Commander and either version of Storm Shadow. Oh, without a doubt, Destro's cool. Snake Eyes is cool, but Storm Shadow never, version never two was guy. yeah. Version two Storm Shadow is one of my first Joes, and I never had yeah. a Cobra Commander. So when I got version two uh, a few years ago, I just fell in love with it. And you know they're not they're never going to make that version of Cobra Commander again. Oh, I I wouldn't hold your breath on that. People got to lighten up a bit, for goodness sake. Well, they Jeez. just won't do that. Hooded Cobra Commander is too uh, synonymous with other hooded terrorist and uh, extremist groups. So it wouldn't surprise me if it never gets made again, unless it's a. Custom. What's cool about uh, the Cobra Commander figure? Actually, all those figures. So, do you say Snake Eyes one or two? Snake Eyes one. All those figures except Snake Eyes one have backpacks and little things that hold their weapons which is so cool cobra commander actually it snaps onto his back his viper pistol snaps onto his back destro is the attache case of course storm shadows backpack holds everything um yeah four great choices probably the four greatest joes there are yeah right chat let's see uh what's craig saying craig saying you know although prime's voice in the cartoon was epic. Megatron had a great voice too. Also, the toy was fragile and super complicated. And also a great G.I. Joe gun for outdoor play. That doesn't make Megatron a, the, the most iconic figure out of those. See, I always, I always associated Megatron's gun with Bond. Even though we didn't play James Bond much. I don't think we ever played James Bond. But that always Never. reminded me of like more of a spy, uh, <clears throat> like a spy gun kind of thing. Um, and I love Megatron's voice. Frank Welker is iconic. But as we've seen firsthand, Megatron's toy is not meant for play. That's no. uh, an extremely no. fragile piece. No, no, I agree 100%. All right, moving on. Category number three Ninja Turtles. 
All right. You don't really have a, a dog in this race, I don't think, Jay. So it would be interesting to see where you end up landing. Shredder, talking original figures, of course. Shredder. Playmates, okay. Yep. Casey Jones, Leonardo, or Raphael? <sighs> what? Between you... Casey and Raph. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'll say Raph. Uh, there's something about the the color of Raphael, the color of his band the bandana, and the uh, the size. He's just he does it. Casey's a close second though. I love how Casey had the three weapons that could go in the the golf uh, club yeah. case thing, golf bag. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, it's Casey Jones is high up there for me, but it's impossible for me not to pick Leonardo if I had to pick just one of those four. Yeah. Shredder always had a hard time standing up. Cool accessories and, and whatnot. Clearly a character that they improved upon with every iteration that's since come but leo is just too good i i love the way he's got the cross yeah. stitch and the both swords can go in the back which look awesome on his own uh i mean i guess for a lot of people it's going to come down to are you a leo fan or a raf fan that's what i was going to say right because let's face it the turtles are pretty much the same slightly different facial expressions but again on that note i do like the way raf's face looks and you like the way leo's face looks so yeah there you go that makes sense yeah. but casey would have been my second too i think he's just such yeah. a cool character outside the the core turtles yeah all right i got i got a bunch of these we don't have to keep doing these we, but we can well how many more do you want to do two more we'll do two Let's more let's do okay. more yeah sure. all right masters Having of the fun. universe okay pick your favorite figure cool figure elimination whatever you want to call this Masters of the Universe, original vintage, 82, okay. which was before the cartoon, of course. Yeah. He-Man, Skeletor, yeah. Man-at-Arms, or Trapjaw? Oh, when I was a kid, I would have said Trapjaw. I remember, um, like, you could change his arms, and his jaw moved, and that just blew my mind. He had a, you know, they all had belts and stuff, but something about his belt... Uh, strange little silly thing. I think they just threw on with there's a hole in his head, and you yeah. could put a string, and he would slide down yeah. by his head, right? He also had a glow um, in the dark ring in some iterations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I remember seeing the commercials or whatever, wherever I saw Trap Jaw, but he was just I had to have him. He was so wicked looking. Now would be Skeletor hands down. Skeletor is the greatest He Man figure of all time really that's surprising i, I would have yeah. thought for sure you would have went with trap because his design alone is so yeah. cool kid, kid not, me kid me trap jaw adult me skeletor overall I, I, skeletor i love how he-man wasn't even in the conversation he never was and i've been vocal about that since we've known each other he-man was always the least interesting thing to me in masters which is crazy it's like you know, more or less like a Superman comic and I don't like Superman, you know? So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think for me, it's hard not to have a skeleton, a humanoid skeleton, you know, taking the lore out of it, just sitting on your shelf, let alone everything that, you know, so it's gotta be Skeletor for me. Although man, man at arms and trap jaw are kind of even for me. Cause I really like the armor on man at arms and uh, his yeah. mace. I just, I just think he's a cool looking figure as well. Someone who clearly looks like he's a, he's a warrior. Clearly looks like he's on the good guy side, but looks really intimidating and can throw down. So, yeah, I mean, um, Man at Arms is great, but let's be honest, He Man came to life for us with the filmation cartoon, our generation, 
And it, of course, it bugged me that he didn't have a mustache. And I realized it could be shaved off and grow back, that kind of thing. But it always just, remember, it just never felt right. And there was a couple times I remember when I was actually going to draw it on. But, you know, I would never do that to my toys. But I was like, why can't they just put the mustache on them? That always bothered me. It's so weird, right? Because when we talk about, you know, figure elimination, if we could only have one, He-Man's not part of it. But when they release a new line, what are the first two figures we always buy? He-Man and Skeletor. Well, yeah, I mean, He-Man is the hero. Skeletor is the villain, plain and simple. You have to have those. And I remember one reason you didn't want Origins, the same reason I didn't, is because He-Man and Skeletor were Walmart uh, exclusives in the States, and we couldn't get them. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't want to collect this line if I'm going to start off with, you know, Tila and Man-at-Arms. I'm not even going to have the two main guys. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's hard because mm-hmm. I, the non-fan nostalgic critic in me wants to say trap jaw hands down the accessories the design the color scheme even with the little circle on his head for the zip line there's just the too much line, to, yeah. there's just too much to ignore about about that but i, I can't ignore who i am either so skeletor easy um movie tra- maniacs you want to go next I, one sec yeah i was just gonna say trap jaw also was ruined for me as a kid um because when when he showed up on the cartoon he was a complete idiot and that really disappointed. I remember and, that. And yet, Skeletor me. is still okay with you because he he wasn't. Yeah, Skeletor was always just he always got foiled and foiled. But I mean, like it or not, like Cobra Commander, the cartoon who kept losing, he was still your commander, right? So it, that didn't matter. Skeletor was fine, but the you know the villain of the week they would show, and then he would get beat. Like you can't beat him, and then He Man's all like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And then he beats him, and then he's just no threat at all ever again. And I remember yeah. when Trapjaw came on. Uh, Trap Jaw was almost from the beginning, I think. Yep. And, uh, you know, I remember He Man or Teela or somebody sticking something in his blaster and it like backfires and blows He-Man up. He Man just, arm, just, like, just bent his like. And it bends. Yeah. It's just. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm useless now. Can't even take yeah. it out. It's just like, yeah. I've got three more. So I'll let you pick what the final round is. It's Movie Maniacs, Mego, or a bit of a random grab bag. Thank you for not saying Star Wars because there's no need to do that. Um, let's do IG 88. Let's do Migo. I'm going to do Migo as the last one. Okay. So yeah, Migo Spider-Man, Migo Batman, Migo Superman, or Migo Green Goblin. Oh, oh man. The, okay. I'm going to do the, the child version. I'm going <laughs> to go deep down into the child version of Jay. <laughs> And the the child Jay wants the same thing. I think. Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Goblin, Green Goblin. He's such 100%. a cool figure. When I was yeah. looking at all the different possible Mego yeah. figures to put in this as hard as possible, you've got to pick Spider Man and Batman because they are the iconic ones that everybody wanted. Every third admits. person wanted Superman, <laughs> but then. Yeah. You look at like the design of some of the other ones. Thing is okay, but Goblin is just amazing. Uh, and you and you don't see Green Goblin often. Uh, no, you know you always see Batman and Robin and Spider Man and Superman. They never have their logos on. They never have their oven mitts. A yeah. Goblin, you don't see. You just don't. Uh, and that's you know part of the appeal too. Plus, he just like I said when we started this, uh, a figure that just looks amazing sitting there. Yeah, I think the only Mego figure that I would like other than Goblin 
would probably be Batgirl. She looks really cool in yeah. that line. I don't know if you've seen her lately, but uh, one of our participants had a really great story about Meagle Batgirl. And uh, of course, then you go down the rabbit hole, you start searching. It's like, oh, that, that's really kind of neat. Oh, that's well, there's a ton, stuff. man. Migo is like the last five years. Um, no, I mean, they like have a, so vintage, many but figures. Yeah, yeah vintage it, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see all the, the reissue stuff that they're doing. Everything's a little bit better. It's still close enough to the original release, but the price point is a little bit more digestible as we a little higher. Yeah. 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 A little bit higher. All right. Well, that'll bring us to action figure spotlight. I wish it was my top bid on a man, a man that we could showcase and just kind of close that out. But uh, I don't know if that's going to be possible again. Don't forget to bid guys. What do you have to showcase this week? My friend, do you want to go first or should I? I didn't buy anything showcase worthy. Um, so uh, so it's just, things. no, it's just something that I, I, I'm like, what's a cool figure I want to talk about? And, and I, I talked about Hyena from Cops um, a couple episodes ago. So I thought, let's continue the, the Cops tradition. Um, this is one that I, I got the guns for. Oh, God. I don't know if I showed this one now. Uh, I don't think I have a spare figure. Um, did I show this one? I don't know. Did I show him already? No, you haven't shown him. I didn't show Berserko. Okay. Wicked. Um, so out of all the uh, cops line, cops of course started in 1987. Um, Hasbro, and this is uh, Berserko. So this was the nephew to the big boss, who is the big baddie. And the great thing about Berserko is absolutely everything. His sculpt is crazy. He has a molded-on pistol inside the holster. He looks like um, a cross between Biff Tannen and like uh, Buzz from Home Alone. Even With a dash of Hulk Hogan. And Home Alone wasn't made by that. Yeah, and uh, Hulk Hogan. And the guns are ridiculously big. Of course, they're cap guns. So you pull this lever here and put in those red caps. And uh, amazing what we got away with in the 80s. You would never see anything like this now. Uh, he's a bumbling idiot in the show. Uh, but the first, I'd say, 10 episodes of Cops are really cool. There's a lot of great firefights before they stop using their guns. Uh, but I wanted to showcase Berserko because this is a line that doesn't get a lot of love. And this guy is six inches tall. And there's a full set of vehicles for Cops. But uh, Berserko is one badass character. And this one is in great shape. You often see the uh, the Bad is Good logo rubbed off on his chest. But mine is... Uh, thankfully intact and i'm not going to uh, imitate him you can if you want oh but uncle big boss uh, i'm such a huge fan of that line in the same way that the masters of the universe figures are really like fantasy barbarian driven yeah. these figures have so much attitude to them like outside of what the cartoon show is like the figures are almost an instant upgrade by comparison to what you saw on the show, like whether you like Berserko or not yeah. on the cartoon, it's hard not to love that figure or any of the figures because like the figures are the coolest versions of the characters you've ever saw. Yeah, they're great. And uh, everyone's to scale in the line, which is nice. Like big boss is as big as he should be. Uh, Dr. Vab by Dr. Bad vibes is like rail thin, which is great. Bulletproof is, you know, your standard like Batman physique. It's such a great line, man. And uh, I don't want them to remake it. I know we've probably talked about this before where I wanted yeah. it. I don't want them to remake it. Um, I would like to see 
uh, proper reissues of the figures, that would be, I guess, okay. But don't remake it. Just leave it the way it is. Yeah, that's it's certainly a, a line that's high on my list. And one of the things that you pointed out that makes them really stand out are those guns. Not only are they a practical yeah. play feature as a cap gun, but they just look so cool to have something oversized like that in their hands. And they can actually hold them without them falling out. And to have those figures that have the G.I. Joe articulation at a six-inch scale is awesome. Only thing I don't like is how hard and shiny the plastic is. You know, oh, I, I like wish... that, especially especially for shooting it. The light just gleams off them. I love it. I just wish it was a little bit dull and the plastic was a little bit more creamy, a little bit more gentle, yeah. a little bit more like a Swiss chocolate as some of our friends. Yeah, there's the only maybe, I would say, five figures out of the line. There's not very many. I think there's like 15 or something, but uh, there's only maybe five figures that are really pricey. The rest are really reasonable. You know, Bulletproof being number one, he's ridiculously expensive uh even long arm but the rest it's a it's a good line to collect and it's small so uh, you should start it right now well it's either that or i get my bid on on a man a man so i've got a pick and choose pick and choose top five star wars figure or obscure 80s hasbro line cop show thing well i haven't really bought anything for a while i'm still having stuff that's arriving from when we put our bet on hold at the beginning of our of our return 14 weeks ago. So it's been nice. I have placed orders, but it just probably won't be here for a while because that stuff takes a while. I wait for a bunch of stuff to accumulate to make the shipping worthwhile. But this arrived on its own from Big Bad Toy Store, and I've never had a box just arrive by itself from Big Bad. So I was, I was mm. really surprised. So I'm going to have to – this is a two-hander, so I'm going to make myself large here. So this I talked about before in a previous episode. This is the five points Mezco. Oh, wow. Batman 66 playset. Um, oh, you get wicked. all of those figures in here. So you get Riddler, Joker, Catwoman, Penguin, Robin, Batman, Alfred, Cat. I think Catwoman, wow. yeah, you get the Batmobile. And you get swappable heads for every single person. And you get the cardboard backdrop diorama. Now, I'm going to open this. I have just popped it open to see what it was like. I'll see if I can take out a figure quickly here. They're all, everything's sealed pretty well. So the figures are in here. They're a little bit larger than the uh, the Hasbro retro superhero oh, yeah. figures. Yep, These are a, yep. bit, a bit larger. They are closer to four inches in scale than uh, those ones. Those are stuck in there pretty good. But I love how like there's an actual bat shield here, right from the show, translucent, yeah. actually labeled and everything. And you get bams and pows and biffs and everything like that. The, That's great. And I think, I think, you know, how the McFarlane line is continuing to go. I think this one is great because that's pretty much encompassing everything that you would need. That's pretty much all the characters that you would need, right? Right. And One that's shot, what I was done. That's what I was thinking when I got it too. And I mean, look at this. Look at this. That's so nice. The figures would fit into this perfectly by comparison, right? The uh, McFarlane one seems a little bit undersized, but they fit into this perfectly. And look, there's even a play feature here for that to work out. So it's it's remarkable. The diorama walls themselves. 
are all uh, Velcro. So they all st stick together. They don't just have to fold up like cardboard, um, meaning you can take it apart and keep it all nice and nice and organized. But yeah, okay. the Riddler itself, as somebody's pointing out, you can have the mask on, mask off. Same with Catwoman, Penguin. Um, just, just really cool stuff. Can't say enough about about this. I, this was one thing I was on the fence about for over an entire yeah, I, year. I pre-ordered. Yeah, you were going it. back and forth on that yeah. a bunch of times. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-ordered it, declined it. Pre-ordered, declined it, and finally made it stick. So that's here. So and that was one hundred and twenty-five dollars, Jay, for all that. That's great. Which is affordable. That's awesome. I have a place that all those figures, a vehicle. Again, Mezco five points can't go wrong. Where can people uh, find more information from you, Jay, before we wrap up? Yeah, um, YouTube. Um, it's something's happened the last couple of weeks, um, getting some really great traction. So I do appreciate everyone checking out my stuff and uh, sharing it and all that. So just uh, YouTube, Jay Bartlett, for more, even more toy goodness. I mean, Rob and I throw so much toy goodness at you that uh, it's a lifetime of entertainment. But yeah, check out my uh, solo stuff on youtube i appreciate that the spinoff or is action figure adventure the spinoff i'm not sure yet i think it's all just part of the family man we're like uh what's that uh, guy adam sandler no we're not like him and those guys no we're not like that <laughs> no <laughs> you're Fair rob enough. schneider <laughs> what you can do it okay well you can get at me on twitter at rob mczob obviously on instagram at action figure adventure at the j and rob toy show reach out let us know what's going on and again Guys, our auction at facebook.com slash action figure adventure. It's out there. Share the crap out of it. Please let people know that it's going on out there. This all goes to help the kids. Um, this is an experiment on Facebook so that we can save the 15% uh, selling fee that eBay incurs. But in order for that to make it worthwhile, we got to get it in front of eyes. So if this doesn't go well, and so we may have to go back to the dreaded uh, fee bay, as they call it. And, and go that road yeah. to see to see what works. So anyways, thanks for tuning in. Any last words, Jay? Uh, for the love of toys and for the warmth of scarves, everyone out there, uh, take care of yourselves. And each other. Because we all know, Rob, that the best time... Of day, Jay, Of is day is, is bedtime. <laughs> it's take care, time. everyone. For old man crotchety. All right, take care, guys.